0: We'll
1: Stickers are oh, they're illegible. Sorry, no we're ready.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I already started. Um, so, good Oh, intro. no! Good intro. Hey, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and neither. Uh, welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode uh, 37. Uh, my name is Michael Deebs. I am the host. It is April 2nd, 2021. If this episode fell on a different date, we would be doing some kind of to- kooky joke or something.
0: <laughs>
2: um, was very disappointed when I found out that the Friday was after
1: April Fool's Day. But here yeah, are. April Fool's jokes are usually like so funny and good.
2: Yeah, no, I wanted yeah. to do something really original by making an April Fool's joke on the podcast, but
1: that didn't hey, guys, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh,
2: no way. <laughs> uh so i am of course joined by uh danko suvin from the instagram handle at dank to lose and also producer john uh danko how are you doing today sir
1: well i i made a meme that doesn't work very well you i'm trying to work that, that, that out before we started uh,
2: recording yeah yeah you actually yeah, made and then I, I mentioned it yeah as we yeah.
1: recorded yeah and it wasn't yeah. good yeah. uh and i'm gonna have to redo it and so i'm uh i don't know yeah. i'm not doing too good
2: well, that's a, that's a massive thing. <laughs> <framework, so. laughs> I understand why
1: you would you would really
2: like take that to to heart personally.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, after April Fool's Day, like ev- you're supposed to be funnier in April.
2: Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know,
1: yeah, it's what uh, that was what uh, T. S. Eliot said. Uh, those... April is the funniest month.
2: Yeah, and, and then you have those uh, those residual effects off of uh, April Fools. Um,
3: exactly,
1: that
2: last well into May sometimes. Uh, John, yeah. how, are, how are you doing today?
3: Uh, my uh, spirit isn't as crippled as Benko, but that's because <laughs> I don't try at anything.
2: There you go. Yeah. So that's pretty my good. My first mistake. You yeah. you lower the expectations for yourself. You never have to face uh, any kind of uh, uh, crippling, you know, sense of defeat. No.
3: You know, I, we've... I, I remove mirrors everywhere that I live. <laughs> No,
1: nope, we I'm we've fine. done those. Uh... Those, uh, those relationship advice things. And both of those are actually the key to long-term relationships. Remove oh, all right. the mirrors from your home and keep very low expectations yeah. of, of everyone. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I think so, oh. yeah. No yeah.
2: self-reflection yeah. is the key mm-hmm. to a long relationship. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, actually, that, that, that reminds me. But I don't think we really uh, checked the, the question
0: oh my god uh, email. the email Very i'm sure it's
2: full hundreds of messages yeah hundreds of them you
1: um, know actually what while, while you find uh, that yeah, I'm, no, I'm pretty we,
2: sure you don't have any new questions
1: nothing nothing i'm pretty sure the general rule is after you have 40 episodes out if you don't have uh, a million followers you have to stop podcasting well that's so, uh, that's
2: that's um if you're easily attainable it. Hillary Clinton and you just had or, or Michelle Obama didn't she start a podcast for a little bit?
1: I know I know uh uh Mr. Obama. Yeah. Started his whole fucking thing with Bruce Springsteen.
2: The, yeah, the the Renegades podcast or whatever, right? What a name.
1: Mhm. Yeah. What? Note, yep. Noted Renegade
2: yep. uh, Barack Obama. Who <laughs> completely turned the nation on its head by uh I don't know wearing a tan suit once. <laughs> Um, and, and Dijon mustard don't oh, forget yeah, the Dijon mustard, mustard that he had. which which is a rich man's um, mustard that you can buy for like three dollars and fifteen cents at Albertsons
1: this why haven't we decided to listen to Obama's podcast and, and respond to that that's that's a, an upcoming no, project I mean, I'll sacrifice that, myself for this
2: you know what we should do we should make a super cut of uh, like best Hillary Clinton podcast moments best Barack Obama podcast moments and uh what's what's the other one? I think there there's another one that's uh M- Michelle Obama. Uh, Comey you know? probably has one. Yeah. Whatever whatever cringe ass uh neo lube we can find. Um, Hell but, yeah. funny story, uh my my uh my n- municipality that I work for has a podcast. Um yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah, got a goddamn podcast. An, an official one uh for for the region that I work in. And the Benzo Rehab Dungeon has uh, outperformed that podcast, which is advertised on a, a web page that lots of people visit. So
1: they doing suck. Something yeah. You know, my, my buddy Mike, he has a podcast. I'm on it occasionally. I'm on most of them, actually, I think. So, if you guys want to check that out, that's uh, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Oh yeah, that, you can find Taco it on Spotify. <laughs> 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 uh, Dory, where are you? Oh yeah, sorry, that's, this happens. Uh, sorry, I'm in a surrealist mood. I guess.
2: Sp- speaking of uh, uh, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon on Instagram, hit a thousand, a uh, thousand followers today. Uh, thank you to everybody who follows and uh, new listener. Um, uh, please uh please stick through whatever this is and we'll get to some real content soon
1: um (laughs) if you're if you're checking us out right now because of one of my recent uh anti jordan peterson posts not even anti just jordan peterson posts that are implicitly anti i guess yeah and i told you to listen to our podcast because we talk about peterson we don't always talk about him but we will talk about him a bit today in a substantive way substantive Yeah. yeah yeah substantive substantial sub- substantive Su- sub you're- substack. stack
2: <laughs> you're putting the emphasis on the wrong part of the word which is the, the emphasis going, on the wrong syllable fastest yeah, yeah. yeah. um all right so first things first um i don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because uh, uh matt gates is a fucking demon that's not even like worth the time um i don't want
1: to spend a whole lot of time on anything we talk about here
2: fair enough this is... <laughs> um so so matt gates is uh under investigation for uh sex trafficking allegations um I, I mean i'm i'm ready to just go on record saying he's guilty uh
1: yeah i mean uh, it's it's really surprising that a man that looks like that would uh be accused of sleeping with minors yeah um You're... so
2: before
3: we, you're get telling over. me with that chin, he can't <laughs> pick up a fully grown adult woman. He looks like fucking oh,
1: Kragmire, man. right? <laughs> <laughs> like he's there's lit- absolutely like an ironic Chad Gates meme, like in the works somewhere. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the, go <laughs> the
2: Virgin Tucker Carlson versus the Chad <laughs> Matt Gates. Um, so yeah, when when I first heard that uh, there were there were sex trafficking allegations about Matt Gates uh dorian we uh we covered this in an earlier episode but uh his weird relationship with his adopted son do you remember yes, that uh, yeah, i he, do his, his son uh nestor who we originally called a helper uh, <laughs> and and then later on it evolved into son um and well that's uh, after people
3: gave him shit about it though
1: yeah yeah like, well i mean oh was- over time you're allowed into the house And then you become a helper instead of, or you become a son rather than a helper. It's a whole thing.
3: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. This is
1: a a, a long honored American tradition.
3: Yeah. You move in from a cabin in a field where you toil away and then you get to serve lemonade later. Oh God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's yep. All right. Mike, Mike, have you seen, uh, sorry to interrupt again. I'm interrupting you today. Uh, Have you, have you seen um, uh, Get Out yet? No. You still gotta do that. Okay. Yeah. Just serving lemonade, maybe think of it. Okay. And I, everything. If everything I had watched the movie like
2: everything. I said I will a thousand times, I would get that reference, but I haven't. So Well here I we think are. you got the reference anyway. But...
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it is a weird thing. So uh uh this is this is Matt Gates uh talking to uh Tucker Carlson and like implicitly also throwing Tucker Carlson under the bus, which is just <laughs>
0: <laughs> amazing stuff
2: um and you know I, I i would be willing to believe that tucker carlson doesn't have a squeaky clean record either but he uh he doesn't have a weird uh helper son thing going on so i'm less inclined to to go on record saying that he's
4: also guilty of some things uh john if you would please uh, roll the clip The New York Times is running a story that I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman, and that is verifiably false. People can look at my travel records and see that that is not the case. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned about this attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which he did with the former Department of Justice official. Tonight, I am demanding that the Department of Justice and the FBI release the audio recordings that were made under their supervision and at their direction, which will prove my innocence. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely (laughs) accused of a terrible sex act, (laughs) accused of something that you did not do. And so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family. And you know how it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious and awful. You just referred to a, a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a
3: sex crime 20 years ago um, and it, of course it was it was not true. I'd never met the person um, but but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst things that can happen and you do see it a lot. What is the basis of that investigation? What is the allegation is that really not very clear from these news stories?
4: Yeah again I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI, told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, uh, that she could face trouble. And so uh, I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me. Who are they? Who is quick. this girl?
2: Um, so basically what he just said there is, Hey, you remember that one time I brought a hooker to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> you were there. You remember it, right? <laughs> well, they threatened my very nice hooker. And uh, and uh, let let's be clear for for a moment. Uh, there there is absolutely nothing wrong with sex work. And you know, I, I think oh, if, yeah. if there is anything problematic to be found in this story, it's that you know the thing that they're trying to nail him on is is that he uh, he's he's paid for sex, which. I think is okay and if you look like that and like what other options do you have um yeah
1: the the problem is uh is is, is kids yes kids <laughs> is
2: the problem absolutely yeah, like consentence
1: yeah but you know the the
2: yeah. woman uh that 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 he's talking about here i believe is not underage um the the problem that's being presented is is that he may have paid for her company which well again, is not like a moral issue you know also I mean? this
1: yeah for sure for sure um my this this is absolutely speculation and, and probably probably admittedly false but based on tucker's following response to this it does i would re- i would still believe that she's a kid
2: yeah no no I I, <laughs> I I i yeah of course yeah but uh as far as i know per per the, yeah. What, what yeah, the yeah. new york times released like this particular individual he's referencing is not a kid uh, just somebody who may be a sex worker. Um, so,
3: is there not a minor involved? No, there is a, definitely there is. a minor oh. involved. Yeah. Oh, okay. De- these yeah. are two, I, I different, two different
2: two yeah. different women. There, there's a minor uh, who was flown out somewhere, and so it's it's when he when he says you know that the the allegation is that he traveled with a 17 year old. He's very he's being very careful in his wording there because the allegation is not that he traveled with a 17 year old. The allegation is that he flew a 17 year old somewhere and met her there and did whatever they do. Um, so that's, that's the, uh, the trafficking charge as they crossed state lines and he's uh, you know potentially hiring a minor for sex and crossing state lines so that qualifies as uh, child sex trafficking.
1: I fucking, dude, I, as, as, as much as I hate bureaucracy and as much as it gets in the way of things, the elastic clause in the constitution <laughs> about uh, interstate commerce <laughs> is so fucking funny how yeah. it gets used to right. like <laughs> pull shit apart like it's uh yeah that's that's another thing to nerd about at, at some point in time but like the the amount of uses that the that the interstate commerce clause has 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 seen to uh make like supreme court decisions or to like pin people for shit uh that well, and, like, wire fraud, which are pretty similar, ultimately, but like, they're, like, under the same categories, but that's, that's it's, uh, same it's fascinating. the same lines
2: of, like, anything substantive that's happened against, like, Trump and any of his cronies is... All these, yeah wire fraud stuff for sure yeah like like all these little nerd rules like actually what you did was wrong because you uh you flubbed a zero here and you know like, <laughs> well it's it's a, it's, it's a even, dumb shit you know it's it's not like yeah. oh you imprisoned children at the border you illegally assassinated a, a foreign uh, uh military leader it's it's like you handled money wrong
1: Right. I mean, that's true. But the 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 thing about like the Interstate Commerce Clause and, and stuff like that, that's that's so interesting to me. And I, I won't do like a whole thing about this, but is that it it makes it so like the way that our country is built, it it makes it so that the federal government, despite being the federal government and having like an inordinate amount of power in a lot of ways, it still has pretty limited power, like in uh when when it comes to um, charging people with crimes uh, unless they're very specific uh, because most of this stuff is is under like state purviews and so the interstate commerce clause and wire fraud uh, laws end up coming into play because anything that moves between states anything having to do with borders immediately the federal government can come into play with right, and yeah. it's just like such a such an interesting like um uh, uh angling and and kind of tactics thing it's 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 really no i, I get it and, yeah. and i'm glad yeah, yeah. it's
2: being used in useful ways i just think it's funny how it's like right it's never oh yeah the it's it's white collar stuff yeah it's never the actual yeah. reason that somebody should be you know prosecuted yeah
1: and like it's it's certainly been used both of these been used for for obviously like awful things but it's also been used to uh you know make it so that uh we it's 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 a large portion of why we don't have like hotels just for white people uh is due to the like interstate commerce clause things like that and so it's and and bringing down people like him potentially so you know a lot of really cool interesting applications uh yeah anyway
2: No, no, no that's that's good insight uh let's just go ahead and run the rest of this i think he says some more pretty interesting stuff
4: what are they talking about? The New York Times. The person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17-year-old. That is totally false. If you just saw our Matt Gates interview, that was one of the weirdest interviews
3: I've ever <laughs> conducted. I don't think that clarified much, uh, but it certainly showed this is a deeply interesting story, and we'll be we'll be following it. Don't quite understand it, but we'll bring you more when we find
2: out.
1: There's, there's something missing from that interview, uh, and w- which I was referring to. Preview business but it was, finances oh, for many. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, no.
2: Oh, no. You, you clicked on the ad.
1: <laughs> but but it's 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 him telling uh, Gates, I don't remember that person uh, from from the dinner.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. In, in the the more complete uh, clip, he, he answered his Gates. Uh, saying, no, I don't. Was, Tucker's way of saying, uh, what the that.
2: fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah,
3: right, right. We don't talk about our dinner prostitutes on live television <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh
1: as, well, also as, like, also
2: his wife now knows that uh he went to dinner with a prostitute you know
1: that's true <laughs> um but yeah as as toxic and like terrifying as 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 tucker is it's um, uh, it is really fun like seeing how frequently he throws his uh his like alleged buddies under the bus like how willing he is to do that Oh yeah, and, well, he's, he's got to survive. One of, yeah, one of the yeah. things I was
2: I was gonna bring up with this clip is like this is the clear difference between somebody who's like really just actually dumb, and a grifter like Tucker Carlson. Like yeah. Tucker Carlson <laughs> doesn't actually believe what he's saying. He knows what he's doing, and he's doing it very intentionally to make money. Of course, uh, Matt Gates yeah. is just a, a catastrophically dumb person.
1: Yeah, um, and I. Um... Uh, Just a a fun fact about about Tucker is that, you know, he 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 hails from La Jolla, California, which is uh, uh, a place that I've spent a lot of time, though, not uh, as much as I could because it's extremely posh. But it's uh, it's really funny just having that knowledge because everyone from La Jolla is Tucker Carlson. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, he he is. But they're like dentists. Human... They're all dentists. He's he's but... the
2: human embodiment of a boat shoe, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and that's La
2: Jolla. Uh So go ahead and uh, click on the next link so we can we can wash uh, our mouths. Out. Yeah. Well, no, not wash our mouths. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, no, just, uh, no let's Go ahead and scroll down just a little bit. Uh, this is uh, uh. this is about. Tucker Carlson's weird son, just just keep going down.
1: Nestor is looking good, yeah.
2: Yeah, so this is uh this Getting is healthy. from the root, and uh the, the article uh title is We Still Need to Talk About Rep Matt Gates' son Nestor. Um keep going down just a little bit more.
1: Nestor in quotes, of course.
2: There's uh there's an Instagram post that you'll see, um, I think. Really? Just a little bit further, a little bit further. Yeah, uh so sorry twitter just a little bit down uh but yeah so this <laughs> is where he uh, he referred to his uh his cuban son um, as a helper uh before he was officially adopted i guess i don't know i think you
4: can play that link oh. All right. as you guys can see uh i've got my my helper nestor here i'm at my parents house uh, out in walton county uh we've got as you guys can see
3: he almost fucked yeah he up almost said son, son.
2: Yeah. yeah he almost said son but he said, yeah. and said so weird um yeah. i i think the fbi should maybe look into that relationship as well i don't know
1: are, are there any allegations connecting him and uh epstein uh
2: no i don't think so i don't think he's yeah uh, i haven't heard anything blood like blood that enough but... to uh to have been on the <laughs> epstein plane.
1: fair yeah it's just yeah it's it's interesting how all these people like to trade in people
2: yeah Yeah. for sure um (laughs) i mean also notable is uh uh, matt gates was the uh the the only person to vote no on a human trafficking bill like a year and a half two years ago literally the only person like every republican was on board every democrat was on board with it except for matt gates
1: what a fucking weird thing to do like yeah of all of all the things he he knew he was gonna be Right, but like, even if it's in your interest to like not have that law come about. Yeah, like, he's not going to win. Everyone so is like... voting. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be the only fucking person.
2: <laughs> That's why I'm saying. He's just a catastrophically dumb person, right? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Because I think that exact moment is when this article started coming out. Like, why is he the only person that voted no? Let's look into this a little bit. Um, so let's wash our mouths uh, by going to the George Floyd case. Oh, nice. this this is actually good this is a new segment that i'm gonna call uh Chat of the week um, and this is probably this is probably the uh the first and last time that we'll we'll have this segment but
1: um most segments are only good once so. yeah
2: and if we had a graphics team like we would just splash a like one-time graphic up here but we don't have that uh,
1: it's, you're it's, our graphics team yeah
2: it's me and yeah. uh, i get drunk a lot so i don't like finish any of my projects
1: yeah that's fair <laughs> understandable a bunch of half so
2: this is uh <laughs> <laughs> uh i think his name is donald williams that's what's coming to mind right yeah donald williams uh, i see it on the sidebar there uh and he's uh one of the witnesses to the uh the murder of george floyd um obviously uh the the trial is very contentious um I think there's a possibility that Derek Chauvin walks free. And if so, uh, I think yeah, Minnesota always, should yeah. be burned to the ground. I, I think we've surpassed the need for uh, Minneapolis, not Minnesota. Why did I say Minnesota? Uh, Minneapolis. Also Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both. Let's just go for both. Uh, but no, <laughs> I mean, let if, it grow. Uh, if Derek Chauvin walks free, um, yeah, there, there should be some, some kind of public response to that. And I believe there will be. Uh, yeah. But this is uh one of the witnesses and he's responding to the uh, the defense lawyer for Derek Chauvin who is going down this really weird path of trying to demonize everybody that was in the area as like actually the bad guys somehow uh, because yeah. he really has no recourse because because everybody's seen the video and everybody can go, oh yeah, that's a fucking murder um, but this is just uh this is just a very chad exchange between. Uh, this gentleman, Donald Williams, and uh, I have no qualms saying that the uh, the lawyer for Derek Chauvin is a complete demon uh, because he was also the <laughs> lawyer for the cop that killed uh, Philando Castile. Uh, so oh, this really? this lawyer has a track record of defending cops that kill black people for no reason. People
1: um, don't don't seem to realize, you know, that they talk about like wolves in in this kind of uh, situation. But if you if you get bit by a pig, you become one. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird pig.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, so so uh, Derek Chauvin's lawyer is uh, questioning Donald Williams about how Donald Williams was talking to Derek Chauvin, um, basically trying to. Uh, verbally coerced Derek Chauvin into getting his fucking knee off of George Floyd's neck. <laughs> um, so, anyways, Imagine go ahead. Go ahead and roll audacity. this. We'll, we'll roll. We'll, 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 uh, we will roll this all the way through. Um, just, just an appreciation of how much of a Chad this guy is.
1: <laughs> For sure.
2: So, no interruptions, please. All right. You called him a tough guy. I did.
5: You called him a real man. I did. You called him such a man. I did. You called him bogus.
6: Hmm. I did.
5: You called him a bum at least 13 times.
6: That's what you counted in the video? That's what I counted. And that's what you got, 13.
5: And that was early on, right? It, it, those terms grew more and more angry. Would you agree with that?
6: They grew more and more pleading for life.
5: After you called him a bum thirteen times, you called him a f-
6: That's what you heard. Did you say that? Is that what you heard?
5: I'm asking you, sir. I'm pretty did sure you did. you say that?
6: You heard that. I'm pretty sure you did.
5: You call him
2: a f- Actually, we'll, we'll pause it right that's
5: there. What you heard. I'm, sure that's I'm asking it.
2: you. Did you say? Uh, so, so the line that he says is, uh, "You called him a fucking punk-ass bitch," and. Uh, The gentleman obviously responds, yeah, I did.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well,
3: I I love the vitriol in this lawyer's face. Like, did you say these words to a law enforcement officer? You called a a
2: police officer a fucking punk ass bitch?
3: How dare you? And and How how could he not crush the life out of a living man?
1: Right. And how his entire response... uh, 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 I'm sorry, what's the gentleman's name?
2: Uh, Donald Williams.
1: Donald Williams is uh, is somewhere in between the... uh, chad yes meme and the uh and like literally i mean this this is a maybe uh an extreme kind of comparison to make i don't like comparing people to jesus for a variety of reasons but also like literally jesus on the stand before his uh his crucifixion just saying like i am what you say i am yeah i don't know maybe yeah no i I like that comparison this dude (laughs) fucking
2: rules and 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 we'll we'll see in a second just how fucking cool he is
1: awesome all right
6: that. If that's what the video recorded, so I did. You called him a If that's a video, you heard from video? It's a yes or no, sir. If that's what was heard in the video, yes, I did.
5: And at one point, you said that Officer Tao pushed you.
6: That's correct, he though. He put his hand in my chest, is what I said.
5: And you observed Officer Tao push someone else, right? or feel like you, he pushed someone else?
6: I didn't let him touch anyone else.
5: Do you recall saying, I dare you to touch me like that. I swear I'll slap the both of you.
6: Yeah, I did, I meant it.
5: So again, <laughs> sir, it's fair to say that you grew angrier and angrier.
6: No, I grew professional and professional. And I stayed in my body. You can't pay me out to be angry
1: ah king yeah that's fantastic
2: king moment like oh my god sir you dropped this crown yeah Yeah, no just just that fucking uh uh you you said if you touch me like that i'll slap the fuck out of both of you yeah i did (laughs) i meant it too yeah (laughs)
0: It's great. It's fucking great. This is sworn testimony. <laughs>
2: I would slap the shit out of a cop. Um, so you know, I, <laughs> on I hope that one of the one of the lessons that that I think we we all need to learn about the Derek Sh- Derek Chauvin George Floyd thing is uh, if you see a cop do that, um, uh, you know, maybe don't be a. a don't don't stand back.
1: act act professionally as act, this man did yes, more and more very, professional
2: become the most professional person you could possibly the most
1: perfect that's that's a good that's a good uh, phrase the be be the most professional <laughs> <laughs> i mean if the if the cops could be professional about their jobs that would be nice yeah you
2: know? um, oh no we can't expect that because uh, there were people like donald williams uh mean oh, word. yeah calling the cops uh bums uh for trying to murder somebody in front of them and then succeeding in that murder
1: dude just just oh yeah just train cops by having them like do a retail job for a week oh for sure right. like <laughs> well that's that's <laughs> how so you they, know all they these, can all they these shoot more people <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
2: know this is no guts, just john and i know from from the military is a lot of these people come straight from high school and they never have to like work a job where they're degraded and put down um right and and they don't understand like how those power structures work and and they get very offended anytime you you do degrade them in some way or like call them out on their bullshit because uh this is the only this is the only job they've ever had is having absolute power um
1: yeah yeah Yeah, the the only difference uh in in my experience you know not being someone who was in the military uh the the only difference between the guy with the hot couch that always says stuff like if a drill instructor ever fucking yelled <laughs> at me i'd punch him out and a guy who gets yelled at by a drill instructor and doesn't in fact punch them out is the fact that uh, one of them was faced with a drill instructor right yeah no for sure it's the only yeah. difference yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. um so yeah i just wanted to highlight that chad and then uh, also highlight hmm. the uh, the demon in the room, which is the the lawyer that sure. keeps on defending cops that kill black people for no reason.
1: Yeah, let's let's not overglorify them by calling them demons. I mean, maybe fools at <laughs> yeah. <are> best. But... <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: enough. Uh, so so that was that was Chad of the week. Um,
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
2: Let's go ahead and move on to uh, to Biden infrastructure.
1: All right. Oh, I wish yay. he would move on to Biden infrastructure. Hey. Yeah.
2: So the so the big uh, the big takeaway is that uh, uh, Biden's proposed plan is to spend two trillion dollars on infrastructure and jobs are related to infrastructure. And I won't say that this is all bad because infrastructure is crucial. Um, working in the field of infrastructure, I know how bad some things are in parts of the country. Uh, Dorian has done work uh, in this field as well. Um, just investigative work uh, i guess is, is that adequate yes. description yeah sure yeah, yeah. um and so that know, and um, just,
1: just just sorry a little little starting note but something that, that i think is maybe obvious uh, to the listener but you know one of one of the keys in reviving an economy in a way that is like just and ultimately uh pretty much it should be non-controversial across all party lines is producing giant infrastructure projects and we've done it historically yep. and it's fucking worked you just produce jobs produce yeah. jobs through infrastructure you do other things as well obviously but i mean this is absolutely crucial yeah
2: yep so it's crucial uh the the only real problem i have with it is it's not nearly enough um because that two trillion is over the course of eight years mm. So yeah, that that really kind of Uh-oh. puts like a limited scope on what can be done. Yeah. Um. So if yeah. we uh we scroll down a little bit, there's kind of a breakdown of where all the uh, the money goes. Uh. Transfer- and also the. Go
1: ahead. What? W- w- sorry. Sorry. What? W- whenever you see one of these uh, uh deals that goes on for you know eight years is a convenient time because it's also like, well, really it's only going to be four years. Yeah. Um. Uh, hopefully and then it's it's a way to like hang something over your head uh come voting time Yeah, for sure but yeah sorry go on
2: uh so transportation infrastructure is uh just up a little bit 621 billion um again over the course of eight years it's not nearly yep. enough for what needs to yeah. be done um go down a little bit more um Electric vehicles, including a network of 500,000 EV stations, 174 billion. Uh, one of the things my municipality tried to do a couple of years ago is uh, a bunch of EV stations. And judging by the cost of what it was going to take for us to install it in just my small area, uh, that 174 billion is not going to cover no 50,000 EV stations, <laughs> um, yeah. let, let alone 500,000 um Right. amtrak's repair backlog 80 billion i would imagine that's not uh that's not nearly sufficient um no. infrastructure resiliency to withstand climate related disasters uh <laughs> it's kind of like putting a band-aid on on like a, a arterial wound but uh, you know i guess 50 it's something...
3: billion dollars worth of sandbags yeah 50 billion dollars yeah. of sandbags exactly
1: i um, mean honestly that's what it sounds like it would it would it would come out to anyway because we're talking about 50 states states. so um divided by eight so that's uh 0.125 billion per state for that so yeah yeah that's not not a gratuitous amount of money um but also you know it it's it's one of those things where i mean the that your banded uh metaphor is apt or simile but you know, because because we're not doing anything about it, we we better start investing in a lot of fucking band-aids. Yeah, right. No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh
2: it's it's only gonna like more arterial wounds are gonna pop up, and we're gonna have yeah. like not enough band-aid for the first one, let alone the second, third, and yeah. fourth ones. Um, modernize bridges, highways, roads, and main streets that are in most critical need of repair. Most critical need of repair seems like a very uh choice choice set of words there um because there's more than just those uh those uh points of infrastructure upgrade airports cool 25 billion
1: i mean that's really important too but also like such a yeah it's it's
2: not it's not a first order set of business i would say
1: I yeah maybe like a second order I, i i i do i do think maybe the importance of something like that is is kind of understated um oh no especially no. I'm, when not, it, I'm not saying that it shouldn't yeah.
2: happen i'm just saying like
1: right right right
2: in terms of priority that's not the first one
1: yeah i mean but based on like the 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 like ratios in this list and stuff it's probably at like the right point of the sure yeah like comparatively, the tiers, but comparative yeah, yeah yeah uh
2: modernized public transit 85 billion um maybe maybe pete Buttigieg is gonna get some uh some trains he can play with or something
1: (laughs) well he's got to have trains it's biden he needs to we got to have the trains
2: well i mean that's that's what uh when when he became transportation secretary and people are like why are you becoming transportation secretary his immediate and his continual response is like i love trains a lot i've always liked trains as a young boy (laughs) i played with trains and i memorized (laughs) lots of different trains and
1: and I mean that's that's just because he, you know, he knows that Biden is obsessed with Amtrak and the trains and yeah, stuff. And so he's it's like him doing a little fist bump. Are
2: we being are we being ableist by by uh, making fun we're, of two fairly autistic, autistic people?
1: <laughs> I mean same.
3: Yeah. Um, so so something I found annoying about this the connect neighborhoods historically cut off by investments.
0: Right.
3: Which <laughs> euphemistic I, I being being facetious, i'm sure that they don't literally mean connecting them with roads unless they do i don't know because they, they you might, know, you i don't know, know like if food this deserts means.
2: and stuff like that you know i don't know
3: so it cost about 2 to 3 million dollars per mile to fucking create a road yeah. which i mean a lot of this other shit that they're talking about too that fucking what is it Yeah, highways, roadways, one hundred and fifteen billion. Yeah, sorry, that just bothered me. That it's just like we're gonna. So it's like, like, right? No, it's it's, like it's like Trump's wall.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, historically, that's kind of that. That's that's kind of what this is. It's yeah, it's just like there are infrastructural uh, kind of walls uh in in a certain sense around a lot of these communities um again like the and another one that we're going to bring up is is the waterways um and and both of those were really uh important to the kind of investigation stuff that i did in chicago where the both the road infrastructure as well as you know obviously like the the abstract infrastructure of of debt and financing and everything in in these spaces. I mean, all of this is connected because when you have when you have these waterways and stuff like that, which are innately connected to these communities, it's it. it there is a violent discordance between like the publicly uh, uh, traversed roadways outside of and into uh, these communities, which are actually the laborers for uh uh the, the the all the people that work on these waterways for things like transporting you know uh, oil sands and stuff uh versus the private or not or semi-private infrastructure used to you know uh, drag all the stuff out of it yeah um yeah right but yeah the waterways is up there too and it's not yeah, nearly just, enough just a little um, bit up obviously there, right?
2: yeah oh. yeah so uh it's 17 billion <laughs> 17, yeah, billion for, 17 billion for inland waterways co- supports land ports of entry and ferries
1: maybe that'll uh, uh buy enough tarps for the fucking uh, boats carrying like manganese yeah. down the fucking chicago river <laughs>
2: <laughs> so one of the things that uh, i've learned over um i guess i've been in like building industries for about 10 years now um Water always makes everything way more complicated and expensive. Oh yeah, uh, and so if that's the amount of money that you're gonna spend on these uh, these inland water, it's, it's it's a drop in the bucket.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, and, and, <laughs> water joke. Yeah,
2: yeah, you guys got it. Um, and and you know, again, keeping in mind that this is over the course of eight years. That they're going, like, $17 billion would not be enough in one year to get everything back up to where it needs to be. Um, all of this stuff is not what we need in one year to get it back up to where it needs to be. So this is just no. critically, critically underfunded as a plan to begin with. And, you know, now we have to go through negotiations with the Republican Party, uh, who's obviously going to want to cut this back. Um, because it's going to make them look bad when the Democrats put forward a bill that like does anything substantive uh, to make jobs and, and infrastructure like remotely reliable. Um, yeah. And then you've got also the, the austerity Democrats like fucking Joe Manchin, who wants his name out there all the time, and so he's just going to be a fucking douchebag about this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. One more thing, just to harp on it, because, you know, as soon as we talk about waterways and stuff, I, I become this guy. Yes. Uh, but just the costs for doing the necessary constructions to do something like reversing the Chicago River, which is uh, which is and has been entirely. Again, the Chicago River is a canal built by the Army Corps of Engineers, not an actual river either, which is notable because this, again, is infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Guess how much that that costs just wild I'm, I'm guess. Gonna
2: guess i'm gonna guess 25 billion
1: 18 billion okay. so more than the entire uh, uh plan makes up for uh here yeah. for uh, eight years granted that was a that's a 25 year project that we're talking about there but it's only one project right yeah and this shit takes fucking time it does <laughs> yeah. take
2: a lot of time yeah as yeah. somebody that works in uh government-run infrastructure and and you know People will say whatever they want about like, oh, this is just an inefficiency of government that it takes so much time. But really what it is, is there's just so much to the process. If you want to get things done right, Um, you can get things done bad, very cheaply and very quickly and then have to deal with the problems forever and forever. Uh, And that's a lot of what our infrastructure problems are, is that we did things quick, cheap and uh, easy. Yeah, Um, that's that's a constant problem that I run into in my own job is Looking back on like the the building records, uh, for for you know something that that's broken and like a major, uh, uh, pipe for a building or something like that, and and looking back on the building records and going like, who fucking thought this was a good idea? And then like, oh, it was you know significantly cheaper, so they decided to go with this and let the next guy deal with the problem. And I'm I'm the next guy, yeah.
1: you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, this is this is maybe. Secondary, um, not not in how much it matters, uh, maybe secondary in how much it matters, but uh, uh, but but in kind of orders of relation uh, to infrastructure. But it would be nice to see or hear something about the Superfund projects um, <laughs> and uh, and how we're dealing with those, especially since the EPA has been so gutted by the Trump administration. Yeah, um, and
2: so there's there's something in this article that I believe uh, before the. Uh, so if you scroll up, John, there's there's number one uh before this like infographic style thing. Um just a little bit up.
1: Down at the one, right?
2: No, 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 no. A little no. bit a little bit further. No. There's something about the about tax increases for, for corporations. Right. Um, uh, Biden is increasing the the corporate tax rate to uh twenty eight percent after Trump cut it down to twenty one percent. Twenty one, yeah. Uh, yeah. What it was before Trump was 35%. No,
1: right. So <laughs>
2: yeah. really just kind of splitting the difference there between the Obama era policy, which wasn't enough. From,
1: yeah. I mean, that's Biden, right? Yeah. From, from the, the Trump difference. era policy,
2: um, which, uh, which was obviously just like grossly, grossly, uh, uh, favoring corporation and, and po- yeah. profit making incentives. Um,
1: and, so, and yeah. um, T- tying these things together and maybe giving clarification to people that haven't heard uh, our, our uh, rants about the super funds and stuff. Yeah. Essentially what that is, is is a project that was put together under uh, Nixon, believe it or not, uh, because the rivers were literally on fire, Yep, uh, literally on fire. Well, when, when um, something
2: that extreme happens, it doesn't really matter who's president, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, something's
1: you know, going to get done. Right with the founding of the EPA and everything, the Superfund project is, it's a super fund, it's a giant fund that uh, corporations are supposed to pay into uh, through different taxes um, when they are producing things like toxic waste. And all of this money is supposed to go to these spaces that are toxified and need remediation. And another And of course, they're dodging all these taxes. And so that's one reason the Superfund is not a fund, even at this point in time. But in addition to that, lawsuits are then filed in order to, you know, extract the money from responsible parties, uh, when responsible parties can be found. But of course, uh, it just becomes an externality for these companies where they can just say, well, okay, uh, we'll just tie it up in the courts for forever so we don't have to do the cleanup. And yeah. so that's, again, something that doesn't see any money coming into it. And so it becomes, it would potentially be a drain from the government uh, if they even felt like paying for it. But even even relatively major Superfund issues like Camp Pendleton and, yeah. believe it or not, the Calumet cluster that I was talking about with its... its Extreme uh, uh, toxicity is still pretty low on the, the uh, roster, but e- even the ones that are higher up are still looking at remediation models that are like, uh, we'll figure out it out in a couple decades, yep. uh, both because of funding and because of bureaucracy and because no one wants to do anything about it. Um, but um, yeah, so the the taxing of these these companies is necessary for something like cleaning this shit up, but of course. <laughs> So it's not gonna be used on that.
2: Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh so so that was the the infrastructure portion of the uh the podcast. Very uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh one thing I did wanted to want want to point out is um so this is uh two trillion over an eight year uh span of time. Um I looked up uh very quickly earlier uh how much the US government spent on the military uh in a single year. <laughs> And it turns okay. out that it's like a nine hundred and eighteen uh, billion surprise. Uh, so, so I'm surprised over... it's under a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was surprised it's under a trillion too. That's, that's the by. estimate, mind you. Uh, the Pentagon still doesn't actually know how much money it always spends uh, per year. It's just got like it doesn't a, know how many bases it has. It doesn't know.
1: It, yeah, it's <laughs> it doesn't got know. Like a yeah.
2: rough estimate of what's going on there. Yeah. Um but you know, over over the course of this this eight year span. We're going to spend $2 trillion on on uh, desperately needed infrastructure that's allowing us to, like, literally live in some cases uh, when it comes yeah. to, you know, like, water sources and waterways and stuff like that. Um, our abilities to, you know, move around uh, the country, uh, whether it's for, you know, your job or, you know, literally moving like I'm trying to do right now because California is a hellhole. Uh, and, and not for the, the Republican, no, oh, the taxes are too high sort of shit. It's just yeah. prohibitively expensive to live here right now um, because there's no rent control. Um, so, you know, like <laughs> literally like our ability to move around the country, our ability to live uh, and, and have dependable water supplies. Um, yeah. We're going to spend $2 trillion on that over eight years. And in that eight year span, we're going to spend probably nine trillion on the military
1: yeah um, uh yeah just just all the libertarians out there voting with your feet doesn't fucking work if you don't have infrastructure I,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah that's uh that's that's what i wanted to talk about with infrastructure i think uh dorian you had some things that uh i think i
1: interjected them, you know? most of the important stuff uh per infrastructure oh
2: no no i mean uh, i was um, letting you transition to the stuff that you oh to up. yeah oh your yes um,
1: so i'm not actually able to see the, the links that we have in order here but one of the things that i did want to bring up uh was of course the amazon uh unionization efforts that are going on um do we have the links for that that i sent in yeah is it this one or is there's a few and let's see well long story short we we have uh I'm, I'm sorry i'm clicking between a huge amount of things here uh but uh yeah actually th- yeah this this connects with the veritas and everything so amazon as part of a response to these uh unionization efforts has uh taken on this uh as has developed this this group of essentially twitter trolls yeah. <laughs> uh which are uh, under the same uh, uh, nom de plume as, you know, like Project Veritas, because all these people are fucking obsessed with like scary sounding Latin names. Um, and it's interesting
2: just... that that Veritas means truth.
1: Yeah. And that they always, yeah.
2: they always <laughs> fall to something like truth. To uh, I don't know. It's it's just such like a uh, like a, a comic book villain sort of like yeah or or like the the most basic reading of 1984 like they say it's the truth but it's not really the truth (laughs) (laughs) right 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 and two plus two equals five
1: (laughs) right but of course like the, the the real kind of viral stuff that's come out of this is this uh uh like these these uh communications saying like you don't really believe the people are peeing in bottles do you yeah, and, uh, and which one is thing hysterical. I'll
2: make—I'll make as a quick note about that—is uh, if you're ever talking to somebody who has the uh, the location of their workplace and their their Twitter handle or like yeah. or like their their username or whatever, and a lot of these people are like, "I'm Deborah from, you know, uh,
1: Store Six Seven Nine, yeah, in, in yeah, Washington,"
2: basically like. They they have a different way of coding. It's like yeah. letter, letter and then number or something like that. But anyways, if you ever run into somebody that that has that in their name, um, just don't fucking talk to them. You can't yeah. get anything useful out of like I have never worked like I've had good jobs, I've had jobs that I liked, I've had jobs where I was working for people that I that I, you know, thought were good people. I would never in a million years put it in my fucking like username that, yes, no. I'm a proud employee of Like if you're a proud employee <laughs> of anything, like you're not, you're not on the right track.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but what was so, so part of their kind of like user manual for being one of these, essentially like a uh, uh, meat puppet Twitter bots. Well, it's like the, is, the, the Russian
2: uh, trolls, right?
1: Right. Right. Is, is that you should, you should allow people complaining about you know, the, their, their work, uh, uh, you know, having to piss in bottles and, and like break their backs and shit uh, by allowing them to speak their truth <laughs> and then responding to it. And I think that that's just such an incredible kind of exposure of how kind of neoliberal capitalism works so often.
0: No, which is I, that absolutely.
1: if everyone is allowed to just speak their truth and 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 speak from their hearts and of course be shot down or like kind of ignored or whatnot. If you have a suggestion box in the workplace, then everything's fine. As long as you're able to express it, everything is fine. Yeah, and it's and, also it's also yeah.
2: very very postmodernist and how it's like relative oh yeah. right? you know because yeah. it's like okay. We made this, and it's and it goes back to you know like the the greater structure of neoliberalism, where you know like okay we hear you and we understand you, and we know that you want to defund the police. We're going to increase the police budgets this year, but it's gonna go towards sensitivity training. You know. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So like just disingenuous sort of interaction with like okay, we heard your complaint and we're going to do something completely different than what your complaint is, which is we don't want to fucking pee in bottles anymore because we're so stressed about keeping our our uh, completion <laughs> yeah. rates up. Um, and then going like, what we'll do is we're going to hire some of your friends that work on the line with you to actually just become Twitter trolls in their spare time. And,
1: and guess what these Twitter trolls are being being 50 gift cards. With. And a one day of vacation. <laughs> yeah, one day of vacation. What? <laughs> Yeah. For
0: like
3: like and that's not even like per common
1: no i think that's just as the uh <laughs> con- as the payment <laughs> that's, we yeah. we
2: just found out what john's price is <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> every 240 words he types in the sense <laughs> of the company he's working for he needs he needs
3: 50 dollars <laughs> in a day off <laughs> you're damn
2: right <laughs> but, which but it the, actually uh, isn't a bad like <laughs> transaction rate if you're like really yeah. shit posting you know <laughs> no that's pretty good um
3: i'll make bernie sanders kill himself
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the um yeah it's it's also really interesting this kind of dissonance when it comes to the fact that of course in public facing spheres they're saying like no one's ever peed in a bottle before yeah. while they're also sharing internal mem- memos which keep on leaking about like you guys have to stop peeing in bottles if you find bottle pee in in the the truck you're gonna get in trouble no more bottle pee please stop doing the bottle pee thing and And, like people people have found like bags of shit yep like in the trucks as well and everything like this is the the specific wording from
2: from whoever that uh that amazon uh i don't know is it like weird to say master that amazon master that's putting out this email saying don't don't shit in the bags anymore is uh, (laughs) it's it's gonna be a tier one infraction and it's like oh god they have to make these poor fucking people who are working themselves with a fucking bone remember a a structure of like what level of infractions are like like how many tiers of infractions are there and and what what is a tier is is a tier one infraction i assume it's like uh, it's like degrees oh. of murder, right? Where it's like the
1: DefCon system, yeah.
2: Yeah, like first degree murder is the worst one. Third degree is like more of a uh, you accidentally did a sort of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's a, and and you know this is this is something that you'll see in a lot of highly corporatized workspaces. Like when I had to work at Target for a while, um, and just one of the worst experiences I've ever had in in any kind of workplace was, you know, all this like we're going to set up a condition where you can't succeed. And then because of that condition, you're going to do something in response to it. That isn't ideal according to like what we've written down on paper as the rules. And now you're going to get in trouble for it. And one, one of the things yep. that was that target was like, you have to sell target target credit cards to people. And, you know, one of one of the things I did was was somebody came through uh, and they were using food stamps to pay for a lot of the stuff, and I didn't try to sell a fucking credit card to somebody who's obviously already like struggling because yeah the the uh, the credit rate on those credit cards is just fucking insane, and you know I'm I'm conscious enough to go like selling a credit card to this person is immoral, and so I didn't sell a credit card to this person. My manager just like swooped in and he was like. Hey, I noticed you didn't bring up the credit card with uh with that last person. And I was like, Well, yeah, you know, they're paying with food stamps. So I didn't think they really needed a credit card. They they've already got financial issues. Um, so you know, wouldn't be the right thing to do. And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to write you up for that. Sorry. It's like Okay. No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: they uh, uh
3: were those human thoughts and emotions that went through your head? Right. <laughs> right,
1: right up.
2: And that's that's exactly what this is, is like these people are being worked to such a point where they're having to shit in bags because, you know, while you're you're driving your route, and this makes complete sense. There's not a whole lot of public toilets that you can just pop into. And like, what is the toilet break schedule like for somebody that's working for Amazon? Right. So you have to shit in a bag because you're a human that has shit building up in your bowels. Well, just don't eat. I
3: would suggest... If any of the three viewers are Amazon employees, that they probably are the ones shitting in bags. I hope they are. To uh, to uh, Start performing a little bit of malicious compliance and shitting in like little baskets. <laughs>
2: stop, stop shitting! No, 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 no! no. Stop then... shitting in the bags. Cut a hole out in the fucking chair of the vehicle you're operating, and just shit on the floor, but underneath the chair, so that in order to clean it up properly, they have to remove the fucking chair every single time.
1: I, I, I have two two additional ideas. And number one, that we can just. Just, just hire gamers because they're <laughs> they're used to poop socking.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, poop in socks and, and bags. <laughs> and, and but 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 additionally, we can go really old school and just do the traditional thing that everyone used to do when they were teenagers, which is uh, poop in a, a paper bag and leave it burning <laughs> on the doorstep of the Amazon headquarters. Uh, but well, I never did it on the Amazon headquarters. But uh, just just my buddies' places, just people I love. <laughs> yeah, you were uh, So they have to then, huh? stamp it out. Yeah, I wasn't that base. Uh, but yeah, I you know I I used to work at the Home Depot, and we had the same kind of thing with with credit cards and everything. And I remember I had uh, I had a list of, and maybe this is where my habit came from of uh, building sock puppets for everything. But we we had this like giant list of like fake email addresses and phone numbers and stuff that I would just like give out to, to employees uh, so that they could just use that. And uh, yeah. Um, So, you know, praxis So John,
2: John noticed this at the exact same time that I noticed this. (laughs) And as, as, as I noticed it, he literally (laughs) moved the cursor over and started highlighting. And I was like, Oh my God, are John and I on the same brain brainwave? Did you see what he
0: just?
1: Yeah, said? I think we're resonating. I see it.
2: Okay, so so for the listener that is not uh, not visually seeing this, uh, the there's a there's a side article that says uh, Gates sex game. This is Matt Gates. Uh, Gates <laughs> sex game involved Harry Potter and sorority houses. GOP source says.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Ugh. if if you if you could in you a token in, in minecraft oh go ahead oh definitely he was the chosen boy um but if if in minecraft you could sink someone down to bedrock uh which gates would it be would it be bill or would it be Matt
2: well well Matt is a catastrophically dumb person who's who's too stupid to like perpetuate himself so Bill Gates without right. A
1: doubt. All right. Then again, in, in, in Republican and somewhat Democratic politics, you know, uh, being that much of a dumbass happens to to help you fall upwards a bit. Yeah, but he's so, already he's know.
2: already uh, he's already said that he's not going to run again. He said two days. I hope before, so. Yeah. Two days before the uh, the, the article from uh, The New York Times came out about his uh, sex scandal. Uh, he yeah. decided to announce that he wasn't going to run for office again. And he was looking at. Uh, uh, being hired on at uh, i think it was either newsmax or oan yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and of I, I, i'm leaning of more towards newsmax on on what my memory is giving me yeah uh, so he basically said like yeah i'm not gonna run for office again i'm gonna go to newsmax after my term uh, i'm sure they probably already have a deal worked out um right so, so it's it's, it's yeah. like i said he's too fucking dumb to actually perpetuate his 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 career in power newsmax is not going to be a thing that lasts very long because it's just <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. too fucking dumb to like perpetuate itself.
0: <laughs> right.
3: See, I'm guessing that his repo- his GOP masters have had enough with the scandals. Yeah. Like you said, he well, can't he can't yeah. perpetuate and, himself. And, and I don't he's... think anybody's going to perpetuate him anymore. Yeah, in, yeah. in yeah. politics at least, he's,
2: he's he's like to the point where like nobody, uh, even in the GOP, likes him. Apparently, from from a lot of like insider sources,
1: no one in the GOP yeah. likes Ted Cruz either. Yeah, but Ted Cruz oh, is like
2: sure. actually effective yeah. at what he does. Yeah, being well, like a yeah, blocky sort of like shithead.
1: Right, right. I just, I, I just hate Gates in like a visceral way, and so I want to like, oh for sure, yeah, it, it make him out to be a a, a, a larger, not a larger villain because he's obviously a, a villain, but a, a larger uh, a problem than he might be um, on the national stage, but um the the last thing about amazon and this is an older thing as well it's from a couple of years ago but their facial recognition software and their deal with cia yeah uh um, so not sure if the that's up there but uh, yeah so Back in 2013, the CIA and uh, Amazon came up, up with a 600 million dollar deal to last over 10 years, and obviously because of the CIA John, I transaction,
2: think, uh, the 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 uh, link to the left of the one that we're on is
1: yeah, there we go. Right. Oh, um, okay, okay. I mean, it's going to connect directly into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's start at yeah. the right place. Right, right, right. Um, And, you know, The Atlantic, we've got all sorts of problems with The Atlantic. We have problems with all these different news organizations. This is a a factually sound Um, article. Yeah. But but so there's this deal. And of course, no one really knows. Well, no one who's going to say anything knows uh, really what this deal was about. But it's supposed to last for 10 years. And of course, we've survived through the first uh, seven, eight years of it. Uh, but conveniently, around the same time, they began working on the spatial recognition software, which uh, was actually shot down in a couple uh, spaces. We click over to the next link, um, including Orlando and Florida, of all fucking places. And if Florida is saying no to your weird human experiment, you know that something <laughs> is, is, is going on. Um, but uh, this is theoretically uh something that they have shut down but of course because they're working with you know the cia directly or indirectly with this i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't be surprised if this is still like in R and still being worked on
2: can can i interject uh, real quick please yeah uh so the uh, this is an article from the verge that we're looking at and the uh, the starting line is amazon's controversial recognition platform recognition is spelt with a k and I know that's not a mistake that The Verge made. Yeah, these motherfuckers named a platform off of the wrong spelling of recognition.
1: I mean, that's just tech. You just you just take out just, a yeah, uh, you, a vowel, you're... or you like add in <laughs> a K Respell or a Y. It, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I just I just fucking um, hate that. Like,
1: oh, it's gross. No, yeah. techies, no. Techies not good at
2: communi- communicating.
1: Mortal Kombat. Uh, but uh, I mean, this is. Um, this is, of course, older news, but it's something that's still likely ongoing. The contract is still in play. And so just keeping all this stuff in mind when we have them developing these bizarro Twitter armies uh, and, uh, and that these unionization efforts are ongoing. I mean, uh, limited props to Biden for being at least vocal about supporting unions uh, sure. and supporting this unionization effort uh, but props more obviously to someone like Bernie who's actually like uh been on the line. Um, but uh, that this is important and and scary and something that uh that needs needs to be uh kept in our minds as uh yeah, because as there's, this continues there's two forward
2: things to consider when you have something like this being developed, right? Like, obviously, um and I, and I talked about this before we started recording, but you know i was I was scrolling through Facebook, uh, just trying to like wipe my mind of everything before we started recording. and i I saw this article that that was posted by The Washington Post. Um, and it was about how the FBI surveillance network uh, is largely responsible for arresting all of the uh, the insurrectionist people on uh, January sixth and you know i saw you know I, I decided to uh stupidly look through the comments and just like see what because there was there was like a couple thousand comments and i was like oh man this is like a, a hot button like a facebook comments not even just like on the article itself but like facebook comments on this and so i was like okay well i'll check the comments and see like what the general feel is and you know i'm hoping that like people recognize that like having all these weird surveillance structures in place is not a good thing. And of course, what I saw was a bunch of, uh, you know, neoliberal types with, with things like Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, like uh, uh, portrait borders on, on their, their Facebook profile pictures and stuff like that, all saying how it was great that the FBI was able to do this with, you know, all these uh, wonderful technology improvements and stuff like that. And then I saw this guy who was clearly like, maybe not like a full blown left winger, like, like we are here, uh, but you know, more nominally towards the left. And, you know, he said like, Hey, yeah, I think there's some problems with the FBI having this much surveillance technology. Uh, even if it works out in our favor, this once, you know, like something we, we should probably like be wary of. And immediately this dude just got jumped on by like every like Karen type the had like a, a I'm voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris sort of thing going on in their profile. Um, blue wave, <clears throat> yeah, blue wave sort of stuff uh, about how like if you're doing nothing wrong, it's not government overreach, um, right? And and you know so so that's the first thing you know you need to be wary about when when you see you know data capture systems and like facial recognition systems like this. And the second thing that you need to be wary of is like a private company is doing this. And a private company, uh, as as we've seen, especially when it comes to like metadata and personal data, is always going to find a way that they can make an, an enhanced profit off of your information.
1: I mean, also keep in mind that that Amazon, we we refer to it as a private company, uh, and it is uh, in literal sense, heavily but it socialized also in
2: a lot of ways, yeah,
1: yeah, heavily socialized in a lot yeah. of ways. But but in in addition to that, it it makes more money and has more in its coffers than i th- i forget what the number is but all but like 16 right, nations yeah. yeah it's it's so it's, it itself is a nation like this is a this is a, a nation within nations uh, i think and,
2: and you watch many of the same videos i watch and uh, i think that was something that thought slime had in one of his videos recently
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and it's verifiable information, but that's that's where I'm thinking that that source came from. Uh, watch his videos. He does good stuff. Um,
1: yeah, if, if you want something easily digestible, that's still generally right. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, that sounds good. Right, also as, right as
2: incorrect. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right. So um, are
3: we going to see Amazon invade a country in our lifetime?
1: Maybe not with troops. I mean,
2: uh, I I would I would argue that we already have.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, like
2: when, when we were deployed, we got a lot of stuff delivered from Amazon, right?
3: Right. So whether but not, also like, actually, Amazon, yeah, all almost all my stuff was
1: delivered yeah, through Amazon. Whether or not
2: Amazon has like officially invaded a country, they're the ones profiting off of an invasion of a country. Yeah. In a lot of ways.
1: but also keeping in mind that they've literally tried to start like company towns. Uh, and they, they even like, as, as a weird, more like smooth space nomadic kind of way of, of doing things they've influenced, uh, local and larger than local governments to the degree of like when, uh, when they were trying to vie for some kind of a, a new, uh, distribution center, and fucking uh cuomo ended up lighting up like half of new york orange yeah uh like that kind of symbolic gesture you know it says something um but how like and and people were talking about like renaming themselves and their cities and stuff like they're it's it's invasion by other means for sure um and that's it's also the scarier thing because it's in some ways more effective because you know as we have like a globalizing system of states um we we also have this kind of fluid injection and creeping, uh, by, by different like international and multinational companies that are kind of bleeding into everything. And so by being a state within and without states and borders, um, there's its own kind of strange polity and, uh, and kind of invasion going on.
2: Yeah. And on, on the notion of, uh, uh, company towns, like you were talking about, Mm-hmm. um you know what 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 is the incentive program for for that that veritas project right it's not actual money it's time off given no. to you by the company and then a gift card that you can only spend with that company so in in some ways you know they're they're already instituting these programs of like return to themselves where right. any of the you know um uh, financial benefits you get from engaging in this extra program are self-contained within the company and can only be used within the company
1: yeah um, what is it that you've uh, highlighted John uh, oh <clears throat> I
3: don't know I guess in case uh, uh, people who actually watch this uh, if their eyes just blank out as we
1: scroll through these articles highlight stuff, things yeah.
2: no that's good Right, right yeah yeah Yeah,
1: no but uh yeah for the uh for the listener if uh i'm sorry my my screen's real blurry um if someone wants to read read that out
2: i can read it uh john highlighted however amazon received significant significant pushback from the ai community activists and civil rights organizations fearful its inherent flaws would contribute to unlawful surveillance and other rights infringing activities like racial profiling and wrongful arrests
1: absolutely uh,
2: and so you know if it wasn't obvious when i when i was talking about the the fbi surveillance and how all these you know people with black Lives matter uh, pro or, or uh uh borders and the profile pictures um that's a huge thing is uh, what happened with a lot of uh protests is lots of facial recognition uh technology was being used to track down people who were you know Maybe less than peacefully protesting, but you know, justifiably fighting back against the system of oppression, especially given how the police response was to the Black Lives Matter protests.
1: Yeah, um, and if, if we're speaking uh, specifically about you know people of color and AI, I mean it it is also notable that there have been significant issues yeah, uh, false uh, with false positives, right? Where where these because of the way that these algorithms are written and the things that they look for and recognize, we initially had problems where you know uh, African Americans simply were not recognized by these uh, these machine learning networks. Uh, but now I'm sure that they're faulty in the sense that now that they can recognize that black faces exist, they uh, they probably have the standard uh, uh, racist thing where it's they like, all look the well, same they way. all look the same. Yeah. yeah. So no easy, no no easy that's, that's actually that's positives. actually
2: incredibly valid because it turns out yeah it sounds have, like a joke but it's absolutely no guys, yeah when you have programs that are written by people who are trying to find like certain markers right and in, in their in people's faces digital phrenology yeah and, and that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say almost this it, it turns into a form of digital phrenology where you're like okay well the average you know, African-American males, uh, skull is such and such size. And so we're going to use that as a marker. And then, you know, right. their, their noses are a little bit more broad and flat. And so we're going to use that as a marker. And so you come up with these incredibly vague profiles for people, uh, that, that, you know, may have some kind of like extremely scientific backing. Uh, and, and so you get a lot of false positives out of this, um, one thing that, that I learned because, you know, I, I have the, the art history background is uh, early Kodak film. Um, if you look at old pictures that have white people and black people in them, the black people are like literally like the color of night black. Um, and the reason was that, that they developed film to, to capture white faces and yep. not capture like darker complexions. Uh, and this surprise is, yeah this the, is true for the, anyone that that like falls on a scale like below like a peach color right um,
1: i mean that's that's just uh uh something for everyone to keep in mind that seems obvious but but oftentimes isn't which is just that the the world and our technology are structured by the metrics we apply to it and it's the metrics are our uh uh part of uh in a circuitous way power because they have to be right and so yeah the way that we end up determining what things are or are not and and categories like that and the way that science and and everything move forward is always based on that kind of structuration of power well and Um,
2: this is is something we've talked about before is that you know science that that doesn't have any informed direction from you know a, a humanitarian humanities perspective is is always going to deviate down these these dark rabbit holes of like
1: it's always going to become unit 731 yeah. jurassic park exactly yeah, yeah <laughs> which much. is a, a movie we need to make and i apologize all right um, yeah.
2: so so the link i just sent john if uh, we could click over to that
3: all right the pentagon one yeah
2: pentagon pentagon oh, uh so the national guard has been deployed in uh the capital uh, ever since the the uh inauguration well before the inauguration i guess uh was deployed during the january sixth uh insurrection thing um excuse me uh so you know <laughs> uh it's kind of this weird like um situation where you know Biden was supposed to be the uniter uh but you know it's hard to think of a president in the last or more years that needed to have an active military presence in the capital in order to maintain yeah. order um but
1: mike it'll it'll go away just like the tsa did oh well see that's that's, <laughs> that's
2: the problem is uh the the article i just linked is that the uh the pentagon approved a request to continue national guard support at the u.s capitol through may 23rd 2021 uh so that's uh, two-ish months from now month and a half from now yeah. Um. And then today we have uh, a very low-level attack on the Capitol. Yes, somebody died. Overall, nothing really happened, though. Um,
3: yeah. Are they really justifying? Are people justifying a knife attack for to justify military presence?
2: Well, so so this this happened before that attack, and oh, okay. I would just like to make the uh, the listener aware that. You are going to see, and, and and before before this this attack today, uh, as a result of the January sixth uh, stuff, the the lackluster insurrection of a bunch of confused idiots that didn't know what they were doing, um, you know, there's there's been a lot of calls by the Democratic Party uh, and of course the Republican Party, uh, to increase the policing presence, uh, in in the Capitol. Uh, to give them more tools, to give them more funding, because it's very, very crucially important that the capital is uh, is protected in this way uh, by by a force that you know we have recognized as being incredibly racist overall, uh, among other issues that they have. Um, and so, you know, not only do we have that at play, but we have the the National Guard literally maintaining an occupation of the capital right now. Uh, and it's not even necessary. The The National Guard was obviously activated because some guy tried to ram through a barricade, but it's like, do you really need that National Guard response? Obviously right. not, because it was handled before the National Guard was even like able to deploy fully. Uh, the guy yep. got out with a knife and was shot and killed. Um, he only killed and- somebody because he used his vehicle to kill that one person, and then his, right. his vehicle was trapped up in a barricade.
1: And again, you know, noting that you know DC is is a space that has a higher population than many states do, does not have any uh, real representation, yep. uh, and is uh, largely uh, uh, to people of color. And so, this is this is a disenfranchised uh, and huge population that is now essentially under. Uh, Marshall mandate like yep absolutely yeah yeah a little so, perturbing
2: just wanna just wanna make the uh, the listener aware that uh, what you're gonna see is uh, more pushes for i would I would guess uh, an extension of the national guard beyond the uh, the may twenty third uh, deadline for their removal um yeah already it's like our removal from iraq and, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. and afghanistan <laughs> yeah. deadlines that we just can't make sorry guys it, um, look
1: it'll destabilize dc if we pull them out of there right. oh yeah yeah
2: which uh yeah I, I mean that that's kind of the argument that's being made and
1: yep Ooh, Maybe boy, after... what does that
2: say about what we got going on
1: it says liberals have short <laughs> memories
2: yes
3: maybe after a, a decade or two decades of our military training their police maybe we can pull <laughs> the uh, the military
1: right
2: yeah it'll be really cool when the uh, the dc police start uh, putting on camouflage uh, utilities
1: yeah. right yeah. um the last thing that I had was sure. uh, moving back to our our best friend Jordan B. Peterson. Oh yeah, uh, I think that's the yeah. uh, the
2: black uh, square with the the three white dots in it up there. Uh, and square. towards the middle. Towards the middle, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, There we uh, go. Ugh. So this is again an older thing, but something that is is certainly notable. Um, and it's it's kind of uh, uh, we can reduce it down to one quote, but. Essentially, the, the, the problem is that he, while at Cambridge, uh, he kind of muscled his way into a fellowship at Cambridge, uh, and uh, and essentially the the academic work that he did there was extremely faulty uh, and based on a whole lot of uh, of work that contradicted his claims, um, and this is notable because of the fact that. This stuff is is central to his vision of everything being archetypal, right? That yeah. everything is structured off of like Marduk and Tiamat are living within your subconscious <laughs> because they live uh-huh. with all of our subconsciousnesses together. It's <laughs> oh a whole my fucking God. nightmare. Because he's ignoring the fact that the things like the story of Marduk and Tiamat is, in fact, also responding to things which were occurring historically. Um, he thinks that it's just a thing that magically appears in our minds at the beginning of time when, in fact, this was a story that was largely written about political goings on, uh, just like everything is. Everything is written, if not about politics, about things that are happening in the real world, and everything is informed by something previous. Um, well,
3: I mean, but that stuff's recent, so it's propaganda. It's not right. It's not old and It's art. not
1: transcendent. Yeah, this no. is religious, and so it can't be propaganda, even though it literally is. Yeah, <laughs> religion has um,
2: never been used for propaganda.
1: But so he, he's never. essentially claiming that uh, it's it's the reverse of the the general academic. I I, I don't want to use such a weak word as consensus, but our understanding of how humanity in in the humanities and in history function which is that categories come from nowhere, categories like archetypes, and then the world develops. When it's absolutely and obviously the other way around, that the world develops, and then we produce categories and understandings from there. And of course, it becomes circuitous at that point in time, but this claim that things just appear from nowhere is, is really bizarre. Um, but the the quote from the article that I wanna read off, and uh, apologies, it's a little long, but it's, it's rich, is, so, <laughs> uh, while doing this research, I discovered an author who, despite his obvious passion for mythology and religion, does not study sacred texts and their historical context. In addition, he, meaning Peterson, does not bother to investigate t- contemporary scholarship on any of the texts he cites. Instead, his understanding relies heavily on a handful of early to mid-20th century authors like Carl Jung, Mircea Elide, and Joseph Campbell three popularizers of myth who share, as religious scholar Robert Elwood put it, intellectual roots in the anti-modern pessimism and romanticism that helped give rise to European fascism. This is not to say that these authors have no value. I read them voraciously when I was younger, so did I. Uh, And I can tell you that while I still think it is useful, while I still think this is useful about each, but serious scholars engage critically with primary sources and what has been said about those sources by experts in the field. Peterson, in contrast, mainly uses myths to to suggest that in his own personal worldview mirrors a natural evolutionarily determined process. He does this by assuming that myths, too, are generally formed according to a similarly natural, evolutionarily determined process. But even ancient narratives have origin stories, and failing to understand the text and context is often a recipe for profoundly misunderstanding its significance. So that's a fucking, that's a rant and a takedown, and uh, absolutely, uh, the yeah, based in the primary, one of the primary problems in his scholarship. For sure, yeah. Is um, that it? It has an empty core.
2: Yeah, and you know, like the the foundation of of something like Young, you know, like yep. ov- obviously not completely useless as as you know you read Young, but uh man, does Young have some problems, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I mean the the real difference between Young and Freud as they develop psychoanalysis was that Freud decided to build these kind of clinical models just as uh, Peterson does, which are then kind of hysterical, both in the Freudian sense and otherwise, uh, and don't actually make sense, while as while Jung went on to actually have psychotic breaks and write about them as philosophy. And so, <laughs> like, yeah, again, it's empty scholarship based, again, on, and I like Jung in a lot of ways, but largely empty scholarship joseph campbell is the best person on that list by the way and even then like
2: not too familiar with him um
1: he's the monomyth guy
2: oh okay no yeah. no that's uh that's hero's
1: journey yeah dan, oh. yeah. <laughs> dan
2: Harmon is the yeah. uh, the monomyth guy
1: <laughs> yeah dan Harmon again for everyone claimed to have invented the monomyth yeah. in in one of his little like online lecture things and D- it's it's really uh, it's not just being
2: what preceded by like what a hundred years something like that
1: yeah something like that yeah. <laughs> um, um but yeah that's what i got cool
2: well yeah i think you know we, we filled out about an hour and a half of runtime so that's that's uh pretty good um so with with your workshop do you have any announcements you'd like to make anything you i you like to
1: throw do. out there um i uh have started largely due to the efforts put in by uh someone you may be aware of but uh uh, Michael Deebs from the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. He, uh, you're right. He's he's helped me construct a forum for my uh, for my workshop. I do have a couple open open spots for it that are being funded uh, by uh, some of my tutoring students. I'm just taking their tutoring uh, fees and applying them to uh, people joining in on this. So if you want to join in on the workshop and in the forum. Um, uh thusly or if you're just interested in one or the other uh uh reach out to me uh through instagram probably uh but uh it's just a general space for shit posting and asking questions and sharing your art no matter what kind of art it is and whether you want it workshopped or whether or not you just want people to look at it and and say oh that's nice just uh reach out and it's a good space for all that
2: it's important to note that you know this is uh this is being run as its own like its own actual website so you know yeah. there's oh. uh like if you're worried about like facebook regulations all the time which i i mean earlier this year i got reported like nine times by the facebook <laughs> al- algorithm for instances of racism yeah. and when i would like the ones that it would actually let me look through was where i was like shit posting saying like hey maybe we should kill all white people or something like that <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was just reported on
1: instagram for for posting the explain to lose to me or i'll fucking kill you yeah like it's exactly they're broken. and, and oh, so these these man. platforms so,
2: these platforms are run by people who are going to censor you um and you know they they do have a legal right to censor you because it's a private corporation and it's but not so is ours
1: yeah, so, so you can pop we'll on and yeah. i probably won't ban you
2: yeah we, we will only ban you um I'm, I'm saying we because i've i've been given uh inordinate amount of power in this it's true uh, this <laughs> forum uh but uh which
1: there is a benzo rehab uh a subsection for this
2: thanks babe but yeah. um yeah we'll, we'll only ban you if you suck uh it's, it's not going to be based off of like yeah. whether you you uh post something transgressive or something uh that's that's not normally accepted in society it's only going to be like on a suck or not suck basis
1: yeah based or cringe basis yeah yeah. we like we like cringe yeah we like cringe
2: sometimes if it's the right kind of cringe
1: (laughs) too cringe or too based unacceptable yeah
2: i i I don't know if we ever want to develop like a, a serious set of forum rules or anything like that i don't think that's that's really our mode
1: no, I'm I'm putting up some like suggestions in general like yeah. modes for mostly the workshop, but for like formal rules, like mostly just don't be a fucking asshole. We're,
2: we're a little bit anarchistic, so no. we do what we want. Horizontal.
1: Yeah. Stop shitting in
3: the bags. Yeah, stop <laughs> shitting in bags. <laughs> but but we also
2: won't put you in a position where you need to shit in a bag. So if you shit in a bag, you're just know. being a dick at that
1: point. You you might be so engaged with the forum that you decide to sock to keep posting. Never, never stop posting Miami. friends never, never stop posting
2: uh so yeah you've um, got that going on um and we're we're very yep. excited about it um it's using the using the old uh php bb mm, uh, takes me back yeah and it's it's one of the best uh the best things you can do for for forums um for sure without like developing your own system which is more money than we have to throw at something yeah uh so so yeah um we're we're both pretty excited about that and wanted to give you a chance to talk about that before we sign off um unless anybody has anything else i think we're we're done here our work is done for this my evening. my
1: last little thing uh and maybe this is uh this is a little a uh, little early to announce this but next month we have another open workshop uh again every fifth saturday we have an open workshop for literally anyone to come in we haven't decided on the theme yet but if you have any interest something that you really want to look over be it a uh, uh, abstract concept or a certain author or something feel free to shoot me a message and uh i'll be keeping what, people uh, uh, up to date
2: what what day is that happening
1: it's going to be the fifth saturday of may so in in two months really so really early to announce this but that's going to be may 29th okay uh and i'll be in a good mood because this will be briefly after my birthday and i'll be very old and hysterical about that (laughs) uh uh, i'll probably have extra booze around so i'll be in a good mood
2: and and uh last time we had one of these open uh open workshops there was almost 20 people right
1: depends on the time that it 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 breached 20 points so it was a there's a good crowd and people really kind of, uh, kind of engaged. And uh, if you want to come to any of these things and just lurk, feel free. Uh, There's no pressure for anyone to engage more than you're comfortable with. Uh, But yeah, we have some real, real bright minds and some great artists and uh, And it really is split. Yeah. And even, (laughs) even (laughs) us, Um, but it, it really is split pretty, pretty neatly between, you know, uh, artistic stuff and theory. And so if you're, if you're there for one or the other um then uh, it's a good space for you
2: definitely all right well uh thank you everybody who has listened to this or watched this um we love you please take your medicine
1: please take mine